Tackling your business's finance to-dos can be daunting enough without being slowed down by QuickBooks. More like slow books. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite right now. That's NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This is the Marketing to Millionaires podcast, episode number 16, how to get through the VC gatekeepers. Welcome to the Marketing to Millionaires podcast. I am your host, Kelly O'Neill. In this ever-changing economy, marketing premium services to premium clients who can afford your services is a key strategy in recession-proofing your business and thriving through uncertain times. Each week, join me to learn the best practices in marketing to this discerning audience, as well as enjoying insightful and candid interviews with millionaires, as well as the most brilliant business minds who have mastered the art of marketing to affluent clientele. Let's get started on this week's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Profitology Podcast. I am so thrilled today to have one of my amazing clients here that I have been working with uh, for the last several months as we repositioned her business and had her start going after the venture capital community to help her clients get the funding that they need. So if you are someone that is out there, and not only if you want to just learn how to get through gatekeepers, but also if you are someone who is looking for funding for your business, or you know someone looking for funding, this is a lady that you are definitely going to want to know and want to follow. So let's hit it. Another episode of the Marketing Millionaires podcast. everyone. Welcome back. I am thrilled today to have one of my rock star clients, Lauren Kane, here with us, who is going to talk about how she not only positioned her client or her business to be able to attract a ton of affluent clients, but also how she's helping those clients get through the VC gatekeepers to get her clients funding. Welcome, Lauren. Hey there, Kelly. I'm so happy to be here. So talk a little bit about, I, I always love to know how people get started in, in, in stuff. And, you know, when you came to me, you were doing a totally different business. Totally different business. Yeah. So um, I was a business coach for female entrepreneurs. You cannot get much more vague than that. Um, and I like to say I was a business coach at a moment when everyone on the entire planet was a business coach. And right. So, <laughs> I mean, everyone or felt that way. And was really, really struggling to set myself apart from the competition. And the frustrating thing is that I had experience. I had experience working with entrepreneurs and just couldn't get any traction and would get a client and it's probably spent, would spend like two to three months to get one client and would celebrate for a second and then would cry because I'm like, how am I going to do that again? I can't do that again. Yeah and was at a breaking point. And I tried everything. I tried masterminds, podcasts, uh, you know, um, YouTube videos, everything to make money at my business and be successful. But it wasn't until I met you that I met, I really fell in love with what I'm doing now. And you tapped into my, my genius zone in like five minutes. Which is so important. In fact, actually, Lauren has already revealed the reason that her business wasn't working. So 
why wasn't your business working? What was the critical piece that you were missing that was keeping you from all of the gold? I was not working in my zone of genius for sure. And I was doing something that I knew I was good at and was told I was good at, but it wasn't something that I was actually loving and passionate about. And so no one's attracted to something that you're just good at and you're sort of like, oh, okay, I'm doing this. It's a business. They're not attracted to that. Clients aren't attracted to that. They're attracted to someone who's, who's happy to get out of bed in the morning, excited and exciting, excited to serve. Yes. And the other thing too, is that because of all of those things, as well as other things, you, you, I mean, you had no positioning. No, none. There, there was no specialty. There was just yeah. like, I'm just a business coach that works with entrepreneurs. And, yeah. and so you were getting lost in that sea of competition. So, so Lauren and I talked and I always ask people about their background. So tell them a little bit about your, about your, your, your pre-coaching background. Yeah, sure. So I was in the corporate world for almost 20 years. And the last six of those years, I was director of operations for one of the country's largest angel groups, Golden Seeds, that invests in women-owned, women-led businesses, um, and also was their fund administrator for their three small venture capital funds. Um, so I have a lot of experience in the investor world, the VC world, angels, seen so many companies pitch, probably hundreds of companies if I added them up. And I've worked with over a hundred female founders. And so my question to her when she started telling me this is I'm like, okay, why are you business coaching? Why aren't you work? Why aren't you working with, with these, with women to help them get, you know, not only women, but really anyone to help them get their, their businesses to be, to help them get funding. And it was one of those questions that it makes me laugh because it's such a simple question that no one had ever asked me before and including myself, including myself. Like I think it was one of those things that I was a little burnt out and I needed space mm -hmm. from that world Yeah, I get and that. told myself that I needed so much space and distance that I just for, sort of forgot about it. Even though the, the people were coming to me all the time asking me how to, you know, talk to investors, would I look at their pitch? Oh, and by the way, I was an angel investor as well, still. So I was still in the world, but I had never really honed in on that's really what I love because I saw it more as a passion project yes. versus a business. I love that. I love that. And sometimes, I mean, that's one of the things that's so important about having a strategist or having a, you know, a coach or a mentor or consultant or having someone look at your business is, you know, I always, and you've heard me say this a million times, you can't read the label of a bottle from the inside. And I just looked at it and I'm like, huh, well, wait a minute. <laughs> why, why aren't we doing this? So you switched and now, now you have a business that is called? VC Worthy Business. VC Worthy Business. And you help um, pr primarily women, yes? yes? Yes. Primarily women help them set up their businesses in order to get funding because there is a very, like I've done that as well, being a publicist in my past, there's very specific things that you need to do in order to get funding in your business. And just like, you know, there's a lot of competition out there, right? So what exactly is it that you are doing that's helping people connect the dots to get the results that they desire? Sure. So, you know, I look at the business first and the entrepreneur, because usually at an earlier stage, 
investors are looking at the founders just as much as they're looking at the business. So they're investing in both. So both have to be really clear on who and what they are. And so basically what I do is I work with female entrepreneurs to hone in on what makes them fundable by uncovering their secret sauce and help them craft a powerful story that motivates investors to open their checkbooks. I love it. I love it. So not only it's like, so you've actually got two audiences, which makes your business actually the the level of, of, um, difficulty on your business is greater than those of us who are just marketing to, to clientele, because not only do you need to market to clientele, but you also have to market to the VCs because you have to keep that connection with the venture capitalists in order to make that connection. So you've been running a campaign that we record, uh, that we recommend in our marketing to millionaires, um, program and in our strategy that you have done incredibly successfully. And so I want to talk a little bit about how, you know, how you went from, oh my gosh, I'm doing this whole other business. I'm starting this business up and now your business is exploding. So what was, and, it's, and you weren't doing all the things. You were no, primarily no, I mean, doing this one campaign. Yes. And, and, and that's working with you. Not only did you help me figure out what I was doing, the business, right? The, the business that I needed to really, the passion I needed to follow, but you, you helped me see that it's not, doing all the things that you have to actually stop all the noise and get really serious and focused about one step at a time. Because when you're doing 10 things, you are spread so thin that you can't do them all well. And so when I focused on the connection piece, making connections with people who would make connections and that I could make connections for, that's when the entire world for me shifted. And it took me some soul searching. I had to like overcome a lot of internal stuff that I had and internal stories that I told myself. But I realized that I was never going to get clients just by sitting behind my computer. It just wasn't going to happen. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, which is the case with, with a majority of affluent clients. Like it requires a deeper relationship. You know, they're not just going to see a Facebook ad or see a well-written post and just call you up out of nowhere and you know, write a $30,000 check. Right. Right. And well, and I had to also meet my clients, potential clients where they are. And my clients are not on Facebook or Instagram. My clients are on LinkedIn. And so LinkedIn is all about connections. It's all about who do we know in common? What, you know, what experience do we have in common? It's not about all, it's not about the cute dogs, dog pictures of, of my puppy. It's not right. about that. It's, it's, you know, the su- substance behind what I know and who I know. And so I had to get really good at connecting. And that came from putting myself out there and having phone call after phone call after phone call after phone call. And it was talking to people that I haven't talked to in a long time to say, hey, I would love to get to know what, what you're doing now. Tell me about what's going on in your life, what's going on in your business or in your career. How can I help you? How can I support you? And by coming to it from a place of service, it did two things. It shifted it for me because it wasn't, it didn't feel like a sleazy sales call or me trying to get something out of it. And two, it didn't put the other person on the defensive. It put them at ease. Like, oh, she actually cares about me. She's not just trying to get something from me. 
Because we've all yep. gotten those communications, those emails where we're like, oh, this person, you know, I haven't talked to in like a year. And right. look, oh, here they are now. They want something from me. And when I take the approach of, hey, I just want to see what you're up to now and, and reconnect and ask them about themselves, and they inherently will ask me about what I'm doing. It's kind of magic. It, it is kind of magic that way, that whole law of reciprocity in action. I love it. And so you did. I mean, you stuck with it. And this is one of the other things that I, this is a tip that I would give to the listeners out, out there is, you know, personal contact works. It is the fastest path to the cash with affluent clientele, you know, and, and yes, it's, it's not all this leverage stuff. It's not just throwing things out on social media and hoping someone sees it and bites and magically leaps onto your calendar. Yeah. You've got to make those phone calls, but the return on investment is highly lucrative, right? And it also creates those relationship dynamics where you're now getting referrals over and over and over again from the same people, right? It's, it's not just like a one, a one-time thing. It's not like they, they're like, oh, I know one person I can send you. It's like, oh, I know a bunch of people. I'm going to send them all to you. Right. I mean, and once, so it's, it's the give and take, right? It's, 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 I refer someone to them. I connect them with someone, you know, what they're looking for and it comes back and it doesn't come back immediately to, to your point. It definitely takes patience and sticking yep. with it. And it, for me, it was, you know, I did it for maybe two months and there was a point where I was like, I feel something coming. It was shifting mm -hmm. and it was shifting because I was getting better at being clear on who I was, who my clients are. And I was getting really clear on asking for what I'm looking for, what I needed. And so once that shift happened, I saw a shift in people referring people to me. And it was amazing. It was all of a sudden I had more clients than I had had my entire time as a coach. It was, it was one of those things that I, I, you know, and I could draw lines to how I got each and every one of those clients. It wasn't someone who found me on my website. It wasn't someone who found me because I had a fancy Facebook post. It was someone who someone connected me with and the yeses, it was so easy to get to the yeses because someone was saying, Hey, I know her you should work with her. Yep. It so comes with talked, an endorsement. And it was a client, you know, it, it was, it's so easy. And I had recently, I, my, my latest client, I had an entrepreneur I've talked to for two years. I've just kept in contact with her. She was in a Facebook group. Someone was saying they needed help with their pitch. And she's like, I know someone, she has never met this woman. And said, you need to talk to Lauren. And we talked and someone's like, you know, I didn't even know Farah, who the person who referred me, mm -hmm. she's like, I don't even know Farah, but she talked about you so nicely and knew so, the ins and outs of your business so well that it gave me confidence to talk to you and it made it an easy yes. I love this. I love it. So the strategy works with getting affluent clients. How does it help you also get to your venture capitalists? Well, so I didn't realize when I launched my business that I was also going to really need to make a lot of connections. And because one thing that entrepreneurs struggle with is the connections into the VC world, getting in to talk to a fund, getting in to talk to an individual investor. And I took that for granted because I was in that space. But a lot of funds won't talk to you unless you have a warm intro. And if you look at their website, they're very specific in that. And which is super frustrating and I could go off on a tangent and I won't. Um, <laughs> um, but so, so I had to take it in my own hands to, to really find a way in. 
And so it's, it's about being strategic. So it's not about throwing spaghetti at the wall. It's about, okay, are we talking to the right people? Because if you're talking, if you're targeting the wrong people, you can try all day to get in. And even if you do, it's not a fit. So it was- Well, about- and not only is it not a fit, but then the next time you try to get in with a different client, they're going to be like, oh, you're the one who brought us the wrong fits. Exactly. Exactly. And everyone's frustrated and everyone's exhausted and you wasted a lot of time. And so it was being strategic of like, okay, who is the right fit? Who are the right investors? Who are the right funds? And how can we get to know them? So we would do our homework. What are the companies that they typically invest in? And then, you know, um, who do they know? Who are their their um, general partners, who are their limited partners. The, the easiest route in is really the companies that they've invested in mm-hmm. um, and also limited partners because they're not getting a ton of outreach about getting into the fund, getting a meeting. But if you go to a company and say, hey, I'm another entrepreneur and I would love to learn about your company and you're having a conversation, you say, you know, I noticed that, that this, this fund invested in you. What is your experience with them? What kind of investor are they? Would you, would you be open to giving me a connection, an introduction? And usually they will. If they've had a bad experience, they won't. Um, and that's a good indication. But if they've had right. a good experience, they will happily give you an introduction. And I also take, you know, I'm, I'm sort of a peer. So I get the door opened a little bit more than the average entrepreneur would. Um, but I think with, you know, with a, with a VC firm, it's, it's about being, it's not about going through the website and sending it to their info at whatever fund. It really is about, okay, who do I know on LinkedIn? Who can I connect with? Connect with, with maybe it's a second or third degree connection, have a conversation with them, see if they will give you an introduction and work it. And it takes time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight, but the more that you do it, the better you get at noticing the, the patterns and you get really good at figuring out what is your way to get in the door. I love this. And for those of you who are listening to this and saying, well, all this is great, but I don't even actually, you know, like I'm not looking to get my company funded. Here's the thing. You can apply everything Lauren just said, um, everything that she just said to your business as well. Number one, be operate in your genius zone. Number two, you need to be well positioned, right? And be clear on your ideal target, you know, target client. Number three, you know, you using personal connections and planting those seeds over and over and over again. And, you know, in, in both directions, right? Not only to get clients, but also to get into the VCs. It's the exact same thing we teach people when we teach them to go after celebrities. You know, you don't want to, I was just interviewing for the, for, um, the summit that I just had, I was interviewing a, uh, one of my partners who does celebrity marketing. And he's like, look, you know, don't go straight out the door and try to get Oprah, right? You want to start and you, you want to start like a couple levels of connection back, you know, or you want to start with those kind of C-level celebrities and then work your, work your way up. You know, it, yes, it takes a lot, a little bit longer, but you're still going to be profitable along the way. And ultimately you're going to get where you want to go. But if you, if you directly try to go straight to the top, every single time, you know, number one, you probably don't have your messaging worked out yet, which is another great thing that you talked about, right? It, all these conversations allow you to practice your messaging. Right? Oh, completely, completely. And, you know, it, it's not until I got good at that, that I got really good at the networking aspect of it because yes. it's in the 
what am I asking for and what am I giving? And I think another thing I would add, it's in the follow up and the continued connection. It's not one and done. It is, you know, you might connect with someone, you need to follow up with them and stay connected. Mm-hmm. If you don't stay connected, you spend all this time, put on all this effort for no reason. For, yep. it's, it's wasted energy. Yep. You do not want to let your connections go cold. It is so important. It is so important. Lauren, this has been such great information. If people want to get a hold of you um, and or if they know someone who is looking to get funding in their business, where is the best place for them to connect with you? Sure. They can check me out at my website at uh, vcworthybusiness.com or they can even email me at lauren at vcworthybusiness.com or check me out on LinkedIn at Lauren Kane. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Profitology Podcast. If you like this episode, please do leave us a review that helps us reach more amazing listeners who need to hear from us. And uh, also make sure that you join us in the Marketing Millionaire Success Circle. So Lauren's in there. You can connect with her directly. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. And until next time, thanks for listening to the Marketing to Millionaires Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Marketing to Millionaires podcast. If you did, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, share this episode, and leave a raving review. Also, apply to join us in the complimentary Marketing to Millionaires Success Circle on Facebook. It's my private community where I hold weekly trainings, share resources, and collaborate with other high-performance entrepreneurs. I'll see you there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.